Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast, and in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast, and thank you so much for listening. So what you're saying is fascinating. So the cyber crime industry, if we may mm. call it, they have easier targets that they can make money mm -hmm. with right now. And hence, uh, vehicle is not that interesting for them. The moment they will, they will put more more security measures or any, any uh, kind of safeguards, mm. when those targets will be more difficult, they'll look for other targets. Um, so we, we've seen we've seen now uh, more than I mean, or let's say that it's starting to become the normal situation where the the attackers are actually looking at your revenue. They are carefully designating a, a ransom that you know you can pay. They know you can pay it. You know you can pay it exactly, and then. In some of the cases, they're actually targeting you just in the right moment, just before you're finished with your report, if you're a listed company, for instance. So they know if that company will not be able to provide a report, then the, the share market will... Crash. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting to start observing that this thing is actually happening today. So they are carefully designating when the attack should be carried out. They've probably been there, studied the system. What we see, what we know today is that in most of the cases, when an attacker has been there, they have been there totally undiscovered for like months in some of the cases. So if they are there studying and looking around, seeing what's going on and observing what's going on, they... Uh, even in some cases, they actually learn and mimic the look, the admins on that network or the admins on those systems. And then they conduct their attacks so they are more or less 100% invisible in that system. Um, so just to take that one, that situation, and then just apply it on what we see going on in other type of industries. So let's say they, they are not probably interesting in the personal situation, somebody owning a vehicle, but they might be interesting in that manufacturer or in that company. Mm. <laughs> so what if we can target all the cars or some kind of telemetry system or something like that and then put some pressure on that company. And then with a well-designated ransom or something like that, mm. they may be paid. They won't lose anything. If they have a, a, a foothold in the system, they can always try it. Mm. Um, we've, we've seen these things happening, uh, I, mean, I mean, the largest breach in the United States, the Equifax breach. If you read the report that was published just a couple of months ago, the, the, the major statement in that report says everything was preventable. So the, the company got actually a um, heads up from um, about a vulnerability that was about to be published. Mm -hmm. information about it. They got heads up about the public, an available patch. Um, although that, they didn't have the patch on one internet exposed system. And the attackers managed to use that internet exposed system to get hold of private records. Mm. 
for the customers for the Equifax. So why didn't they see what was going on? Well, simply because there was a, what the report tells at least, there was a, a monitoring system that was offline. Mm -hmm. As soon as they got that monitoring system offline, and that was like three or four months almost after the attack was carried out, they started seeing what, what was going on. So in many cases, when we step in and look at what was going on during a cyber attack, we, we are faced with the fact that the attackers had been there, they were doing whatever they were doing. In many of the cases, they don't care about being discovered because they know they will never be discovered. There is no proper monitoring going on here. But in those cases, they start seeing, oh, there is some monitoring, then they will start mimic and behave as the regular IT guys. In that, in that environment. Mm -hmm. So the most critical thing is that they get, actually got that first foothold and they will start moving laterally within the environment and then do whatever their final target is. Mm -hmm. If it is deploying a ransomware or if it is doing industrial spionage or something like that, or yeah, exfiltrating, so exfiltration of data or, some, or, or anything. Uh, we know, I mean, there are some more interesting vehicles than others <laughs> out there. It's still the same type of manufacturers. They're still connected maybe to the same type of networks. Mm. Uh, if not all time, maybe on special times, mm. whenever they are yeah, performing maintenance or something like that, updating firmware. Mm. So why shouldn't that be very interesting? I mean, targeting vehicles for special, maybe governmental agencies, persons in the world, etc. So Hussain, uh, this is fascinating. You just gave us the economics of hacking mm. cars.